Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Waves of Ten. The topic for this winter season is short stories. So let's jump right into it. The title for this sixth episode in short stories is His Memory. So here we go. It's been close to 10 years since Sean's parents passed away and actually one week from today would be the anniversary of their death and Sean was anxious. Yes, anxiety had taken its place alongside him and was walking with him but he did not want to walk with it so he was trying hard to push it away. He had been praying a lot about it and he was continuing to memorize helpful Bible verses. However, he could not push it completely away. Nevertheless, he was not going to give up. However, talking about giving up, he had given up driving his Kia. No matter how hard he tried, he could not drive his car during this time of the year and his psychologist, Dr. Mark, said that this step was understandable. It was understandable because Sean's parents were killed when a drunk driver plunged into them. Sean was 10 years old when they died and he went to live with his grandmother, Mama Cecile. She was his mom's mom. She was a good grandmother and he loved her. When his parents died, he was at school and he could remember his grandmother sitting in the principal's office. He remembered the sadness on her face and the pain in her eyes. He didn't know how she had the strength to come to his school when she had just lost her eldest child. But there she was, there to take him to her home. He did not cry when she told him about their deaths and actually it took him two weeks before he shed any tears he cried on the day of the funeral and he cried the day after the funeral but after those two days he never cried again he missed his parents a lot though especially his mom he had a lot of happy memories of her but for some reason he hardly remembered his dad tyrone he remembered his dad's face and he had some photos of him and those helped to keep his face in his memories however he just had to look in a mirror because he was a younger splitting image of his dad he was tall light brown in complexion oval shaped face brown eyes and thin eyebrows his other grandmother his dad's mom said that his dad was a hard-working man so he was always at work and so Sean thought that this would explain his lack of memories of him it was Sean's day to visit his psychologist and Sean told him about a dream he had the night before he told him of how terrible the dream was and how real it felt but the moment he awoke trembling and sweating in his school bedroom most of the dream floated away however what he remembered about it was that he was in a terrible car accident and it was all his fault he hoped he never had a dream like that again and 
just to be sure of it, he prayed about it. The time with Dr. Mark went by quickly and Sean left the doctor feeling a lot stronger than he did when he entered. When Sean left, Dr. Mark closed the door and went to sit behind his desk. He made some notes in a black notebook that was on his desk and then walked over to a row of gray metal filing cabinets. He unlocked the cabinet with a key from his pocket and quickly found the light brown folder he was looking for. He placed the notebook in it, closed and then locked the cabinet. He then returned to his desk and poured out his heart in prayer. Sean came to see him about eight years ago, that is, about two years after his parents died. He and Cecile, Sean's granny, had been friends for many years before he started counseling him. Cecile revealed to him that her daughter had given birth to Sean when she was 19 years old and a few months before his birth, she and Tyrone, the baby's father, went to the courthouse and got married. Tyrone was a nice enough boy, but he had this mean streak about him, a mean streak that he tried to hide, but Cecile saw it. Then, two weeks into their marriage, but before Sean was born, her daughter returned home and told her that she and Tyrone had an argument and he punched her in the face. This was not the first time that he'd hit her and their marriage was over. However, in less than a month, the baby was born and Tyrone promised never to hit her again and she returned to the home she shared with him and his parents. Nevertheless, her daughter would turn up at her home at least once a year, but she always returned to Tyrone. On the day she died, she was sitting in the front passenger seat of their blue Toyota crossover. Tyrone was driving and Sean was in the middle of the back seats. Her daughter and Tyrone were arguing and Tyrone grabbed her head and hit it on the car's dashboard. Sean yelled at his father to stop it while simultaneously taking off his seatbelt. He got out of the seat and sunk his teeth into his father's exposed right shoulder. His dad instantly let go of his mother and turned to yell and grab at Sean, but Sean backed away, getting out of his reach when her daughter screamed. That is what Sean told his grandmother after waking up in hospital with cuts and bruises on his body, but he was expected to make a full recovery. He went back to sleep after that, and when he awoke again, he asked if he could see his parents in their hospital rooms. Cecile was going to wait until he was home to tell him that his parents died, but she thought that he must have picked up something in her expression because immediately he asked her if they were dead. She nodded and he cried so agonizingly that it broke her heart all over again. She buried her daughter and Tyrone's parents buried him. Sean went to his mother's funeral, but he would not go to his father's. However, on the day of his father's funeral, he stopped speaking. He started speaking again exactly a year after his father's funeral, and when he spoke, he had 
a completely new version of how his parents died. Today, Sean's dream was the closest he'd come to remember how his parents died. Dr. Mark ended his prayers, and after glancing at his watch, he picked up the phone receiver on his desk and said, Mrs. Jones, please send in the next patient. The end. Thanks for listening, guys. Goodbye. Thank you.